Thanks for listening to the Cool Church Podcast. We're praying that wherever you are on this journey, that this message encourages you. And we wanted you to know that you were created out of love. And now, here's today's message. Oh, somebody make some noise if you're excited to be in God's house today. Come on, somebody. Man. Come on. Oh, we got some sleepy people in the house. You already made it out the house. It was raining. You already in here. You might as well turn up. Come on, y'all. Turn up. Act like you know why you're here. You're here to praise God. Amen. Come on. Come on. Do I have some worshipers in this place? Do I have some people in this place that know Jesus, that love Jesus, that are grateful for everything that God has given them? Come on. Cool church. Girl, I just like the way you preach. Listen. My I God. love the rain. Woo. Because rain is blessing. Come on, God Come on. is going to rain on us with Amen. all of his glory. Come on, y'all. Amen. How many know if you came in this weather, one, you really love Jesus. Let's go. And you got to believe he's going to do something special for you today. That's right. Amen. Amen. My name is Terrence, and this is the finest pastor on the Don't planet, Pastor it. Joanne. Don't play with it. I ain't playing. We, we, I, I, I'll go right through this message so we can handle some business. Hey, 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 hey. Let's go. Hey. You Girl, might you... as well just start praying now. Altar call, y'all good? <laughs> Ain't nothing between us but air and opportunity, girl. And Let's go. It's gone. I'm, I'm Let's taking, go. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm listen. You come on. Bars. <laughs> Y'all kids don't know nothing about that. Oh, man. Thank God we sent the youth away. My goodness. Because it's something else. that didn't, you should have sent your kids out. <laughs> man, we so glad to be here with y'all. And uh, once again, thank you for braving that crazy weather. We got a flooded parking lot and you still here. So give yourself a round of applause. Come on. Y'all swam through Lake Miramar to get here. Come on. Swam through the lake to get to church. But man, fam, if you at home today, we understand. We love you. But man, there's folks watching right now in 47 different countries all over the world because they're a part of this cool world that we're building. Amen. So can we give it up for all the online family? We love y'all, man. Y'all the best. Thank you. You guys are awesome. How many are ready for a word? Good. We ready to preach one, man. We, get your we, notes. Yeah, get, get your... Who has... Who, let, me, let me just ask, who was at the Ugly Bible Club this week? Come on. Wow, 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 wow. That's good, man. So how many of y'all actually got your Bibles? Come on. Let me see. Hold it up. Hold it up. Hold Good. We starting to see more Bibles out there. Praise. We got online. We got digital phones, too. Listen, put I that mean, down. digital Bibles. Yes. Put that down. You, you ain't casting nothing see, out with that. We lit. See what I did there? Until lit. your battery the dies. The Bible's lit. Wow. No. Nope. No. Don't do it. Okay. Don't hate it. <laughs> hey, if you missed it. Come this uh, Wednesday for Ugly Bible Club, man. 7.30 is awesome. Got light refreshments for those folks that come. Bring your Bibles, man. We go, Hey, we, we dig into that word, don't we, fam? If you want to learn how to study your Bible properly, if you really want to learn that, come on Wednesdays at 7.30. You say, man, why you ain't putting it online? Because I want to see who's hungry. I just want to see who's going to show up. 
Um, because I know that when you show up, when you plan to have a meeting with God, he's always there. He's just waiting on you. So maybe eventually in the future we'll get to the online thing. Online, it's not that I don't love y'all, man, but I, I really, I'm, I'm trying to treat this more like a class than anything to teach you how to study your uh, word. And I'm really excited about it. Thank y'all for all those that showed up. But like they said, we literally ordered more chairs. So don't worry, we got a space just for you. Amen? Amen. Um, so let's, let's, let's dig in because I'm, I'm excited, man. How many of y'all remember that old show, A Different World? <laughs> Yeah. How, How many of y'all too too young to even know what that yeah, is? Like you, you never heard of a different world before. Just raise your hand. Just just it's like five of y'all. Okay, all right, they, we gonna they pray ain't for gonna y'all. Admit it. A lot of them yeah, ain't gonna like, admit it because they like. It's all it's all it's all good, man. I I you know I wanted to be I wanted to be Dwayne growing up. You know what I'm saying? He had the swag. You know he got the girl Whitley. Girl, you like my Whitley Gilbert. I I, I preferred Denise. That was my girl. I mean I like that know, Denise was fly. You know, Whitley Gilbert was a little much, but you know. Dwayne. 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 That was a little much for me. That's a lot. Yo, like I said, young folks in here, they're like, what they talking about? Who's Dwayne? Who's Whitney? Okay, it don't matter. Doesn't even matter. You don't need to know the show to get the premise of what we're talking about. We're going to break it down. But if you got your Bibles, I want you to turn to Ruth. Let's go, Ruth. We always talking about Boaz. We about to get into it today. <laughs> we talking about Boaz, not broke. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yep. yep. All right, Ruth, chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. That's where we're going to pick this thing uh, up. So, love, I, I, like, I, I just like everything you do, especially the way you read scripture, girl. So, why don't you, why did I make that uh, weird? That, okay. now, now I can't read it. It's awkward. With... Okay. You good? Yeah, I okay. got you. Ruth and Boaz at the threshing floor. Mm. One day, Ruth's mother-in-law, Naomi, said to him, My daughter, I must find a home for you where you will be well provided for. Mm -hmm. I love Naomi. She got her back. Mm. Now, Boaz, with whose women you have worked, is a relative of ours. Tonight, he will be winnowing barley on the threshing floor. Mm -hmm. Wash, put on perfume, and get dressed in your best clothes. Come on. Then go down to the threshing floor, but don't let him know that you're there until he has finished eating and drinking. Mm -hmm. I when love he that. lies down, note the place where he is lying. Then go and uncover his feet and lie down. Mm -hmm. He will tell you what to do. Mm. I will do whatever you said, Ruth answered. So she went down to the threshing floor and mm -hmm. did everything her mother-in-law told her to do. Right. When Boaz had finished eating and drinking and was in good spirits, he went over to lie down at the far end of the grain pile. And Ruth approached quietly, uncovered his feet, and lay down. Mm. In the middle of the night, something startled a man. He turned, and there was a woman lying at his feet. My goodness gracious, if you thought the Bible was boring, you have no idea. Amen? Amen. Well, to kick off this relationship series, um, if you're taking notes, I encourage you to take... How many of y'all brought a notepad to take notes? So maybe your phone, that's good. The Bible says in Jedediah 55-7 that those that take notes shall get to heaven. If you believe Don't that, to him, yeah, I got more work to do than I thought. If you believe that, take notes. This go, I pro I promise you, this gonna be good. If you're taking notes, entitle it this, because some of y'all came in just thinking it was a relationship series. Entitle it this: Single Season. Oh, 
single season. Somebody stood up when I said that. Single season. Yes. <laughs> let me, let, 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 let's find out Hold who's up, in wait. the room. Let's pray first. Okay, let's okay. We're going to pray first. Okay, we're going to pray first. Let's, let's get this thing sanctified before it get ratchet, okay? Wow. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. This is the day that you have made, God. Let us rejoice and be glad in it, God. We thank you that before the earth began to spin on its axis, you knew each and every human that was going to be in this place today. God, may we lie down as you rise up. Don't let these words be our own, but let them come directly from your throne room of grace. God, open hearts, minds, and ears to be open and receptive to a word that's always and only going to be about Jesus. No matter what season we're in, single season, dating season, married season, or any other season, God, every season is your season. So God, we give it unto you. And I pray that the person that needs to hear this message will hear exactly what they need to hear today. Introduce yourself in a new way. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. somebody give Jesus a shout of praise today. Now, since we since we here, we might as well find out who we talking to in the room. So let, let me just let me just see first. I know it's single season. If you if you married in this place, make some noise. Come on. They got some last night. Yeah, that's those, why they're so those excited. Are happy ones. Y'all should be the most excited out of everybody. That's that's good. So it. it <laughs> Say it with your chest. I mean, that's that's like the loudest some dudes ever got in church. Yeah, I got some. Yeah, okay, all right. That rainy day. On the, yeah. You know that rain. That rain be making it okay, happen. Next, you know? next, okay, next. all right. Um, I love that rain. Can you oh stand God. the rain? Can you stand it? Whoa, whoa. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, y'all know that was our wedding song, right? That rain. It and, it, and it was raining. It was. It was so a little drizzle coming down. It was. It was something. All right. If you just, 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 just because I want to know, if you single in this place, I want you to stand up right now. Everybody, come on, come on, single folk, come Listen. on. Don't be ashamed. Stand up. Yes. And stay standing. Just stay standing. Now that you are standing, I want you to look around. I want you to see your options. See what's in God's house for you. Just see. Taste and see that the Lord. No, don't taste. Stop don't it. Stop it. Don't look. taste. Don't look. taste. Don't taste. Don't look. taste. Don't taste. Don't taste. <laughs> it's a, some of y'all single because you're too tentative. You're like. <laughs> if it was me, I'd be like, hey. What is that move? I was just trying to display it. You no, know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. I'll just ask. Wow. If you passing, ain't no single people at the church. That's a lie. Devil I mean, is a the lie. ratio was a little off, okay, in all fairness. The ratio hey, I, and listen, I ain't gonna, hey, 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 fellas, man, I just hope y'all was looking around. That's all I got to say. Y'all got a buffet up in here. You, you know. It's like. The, the, the ladies outnumber us. It may be a bad thing for them, but it's a good thing for us. And the church said, Amen. Listen, y'all, for all what? of y'all, like, listen, I'm going to need the dudes to invite your fine friends, not the busted ones, not the ones with bad credit. I'm going to need y'all to get the ones that have it together, invite them to church to help our girls out. Come on, y'all. Y'all can't just be doing this and coming on your own and trying to take all of this for yourself. Come on. 
I got y'all girls, I got y'all. So bring your fine friends to church. As a matter of fact, I'm giving out a gift card next week for the brother that brings the most brothers in this place next week. I'm serious, Yari, make a note. Make a, I'm serious, it's gonna be on me, my personal finance. Well, it's gonna be your money, but yeah, my personal money. <laughs> I'm about to say, I'm like, we ain't discussed this in staff meeting. Like, what, what listen, is this? Listen, I'm funding this, y'all, because I'm tired of y'all coming in here by yourselves, and you got all these fine men sitting at home, your friends, text them, and you go invite them to church, okay? Can y'all say yes, please, gentlemen? Not ladies, gentlemen. Yes, yes, yes. Can I hear y'all? Y'all gonna bring your friends? Okay, all three of y'all. I mean, I did kind of weed them out because I said fine friends, so most of them. Okay, if they kind of fine, if they like, they got potential, y'all could bring them too, invite them too, okay? So y'all good, let me hear y'all. Y'all gonna bring them? Okay, it was a few more. See, but see that, that's it's a that, lot of ugly like, folks we didn't here. Get, we, we didn't even get to the message. That's the problem with y'all. Oh, That's the problem with y'all. Y'all only looking on the outward. See, y'all y'all don't understand. The ones with the good credit, they might not look the best. I'm just saying. Right. You look, you You're focus right. on the You're wrong right. thing. I said fine. Fine don't necessarily mean the external. Well, then you need to clarify. You fine you on the inside. You need to clarify. <laughs> Cause I know it's a, you know it's some nice looking ladies in here, but just cause you look nice don't mean your attitude is nice. Ooh. Fellas, where y'all at? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I see how y'all do. Y'all was real quiet. <clears throat> okay. Got y'all. I got y'all. Got y'all. Well, can you tell them to bring their fine friends on the inside and outside, please? Since they listen to you. <laughs> as, a, as a man, I, I can't say it like that. I can't say, bro, I can't. Okay, say it how you say it. Fellas, bring the bros, okay? That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring the bruhs. Mm, okay. So I'm a, That's how we do it. Okay, all right, all right. We gonna text you, bring your bruh. <laughs> how you spell that? D don't worry, <laughs> can we preach this message, please? You play too much. Come on, why we call this series a okay. different world? Why we call this series, who says you can't have fun in church? And the church said, all right. This is why we don't preach together all the time, cause we don't get nowhere, okay, all right. Why do we call this series a different world? It is a different world. It's a totally different world. Somebody said the dating pool after COVID is tainted. And that, that's the nice way that they said it. I ain't gonna say it the way I heard it. Um, I like, I, here's, here's the thing, like, it's, a, it's such a different world, like, a, a different world as it pertains to relationships and singleness and dating and marriage. Like, let's be honest, babe, like, the last time we dated somebody, it was 24 years ago. I've been dating you since, you know, we got okay. to Okay, oh, okay, Don't all right. Don't play that's me, a, I want my date night, uh-uh. That's cute, but we got together over 24 yes, years ago, and somebody said, girl, if you leave me, I'm going with you, my Come God. On, 24 years ago, and the world was just literally different than it is today. Like, we got together in 1999. Wow. There's people in this room that was like, Yo, I was born in 1999. 
So like, like I had, I have a cell phone. I had a beeper. I had to use like beeper codes to holler at people. I was putting in like 03774, flipping my joint upside down. Hello. One, two, three, I miss you, girl. But you knew it was serious when you hit that one, four, three, ooh. All my folks out here that had beepers make some noise. Yeah, but you want nothing. If you ain't had that clear beeper though, the little clear one, that's when, that's when you knew you was, you was, you was something. And then like, you know, everybody on social media and all that stuff. Now, like we ain't, we ain't had that. We literally had dial up internet. We was on like AOL. We had to literally like wait for the phone to dial a number before we could get on the internet. And you was really dope when you got on Black Planet. Used to get on them chat rooms. Oh, it used to go down in the chat ratchet. room. It was ratchet. No, no, it no, didn't go down. The chat room was ratchet. People were yeah, wild. It was people, ratchet. People was wild. Um, and, and then we, like I said, we ain't had no social media. We had no Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. MySpace was like just coming out. No Tinder, Bumble, Christian Mingle. We ain't had none of that. Yeah. So, like, we couldn't just swipe left and swipe right. We ain't have all them options. When you saw somebody, you had to shoot your shot because you might never see that person again. Right. You couldn't take no chances. You pull up on somebody at the mall, it might be the only time you ever see them again. So you walked around with a little piece of paper and you walked around with a pen because you was ready. Whether they wrote it on the paper or wrote it on your hand, you was determined to get them digits in the church said. Hallelujah. <laughs> got that notepad. You had to leave with the number. Like, we used to play games like, hey, dog, let me see who can get the number first. Remember that, Ben? I think I mean, they still do that now. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. Praise God. That's good. It's a competitive sport. Why are we praising God for that? No, one Cause, number. Cause one, one. He no. who finds a wife. You got to pursue, fellas. Yes, Come on. Yes, you can't, yes, you can't yes, just okay. sit on the sidelines. You got to get up. You got to get some game. You got to go get the number. Don't just slide in the DM. That's a coward move. You slide up to her in person. Okay, let me stop. Thing. Somebody out there with me? Somebody out there with me? Like, there was no there was no sliding into the DMs. There was no DM slide. You had to holler at her when y'all was doing the electric slide and pray to God that you got the number because you might miss out. And, and, and it's, it's such a different time than when we dated. And, and it's like, honestly, like me and Joy and talk about this because there's a lot of single folk in this church and they always asking for advice and stuff. And our heart goes out to you because it is totally a different time. People have a different mentality. Things that we used to do that were normal in courtship are almost no longer existent because now the way you're connecting with people is more digitally than physically. There's so many different ways uh, to connect and people have so many options. Like, I don't like him, I could swipe left. I don't like her, I could swipe right. And our physical interaction with one another is so much different than it has been. I, I believe that things like phones and all that, it's great that we have this technology, but it has stopped us from understanding how to physically interact with other humans. Like there's a lot of socially awkward people now. It's just a different world. And, 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 and the thing about like relationships and, and dating, I know it seems so much different in 2023, but can I promise you that the word is always the same? 
The, the way you may connect with humans might be different, but what I don't want you to do is open this book and think that it does not speak to where you are right now. Even, even on the dating scene, even in the single scene, even in the Mary scene, this word is always relevant. It will never change and it will always point you in the right direction. Amen? Like you may think God's word can't help you with your singleness or your dating in 2023, but it can. The, the issue that I'm seeing with a lot of people is that they're so relationship obsessed in 2023. It's, 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 it's hashtag bay this, hashtag bay that, hashtag relationship goals, hashtag vacation, hashtag booed up, hashtag wifey, hashtag shut up. Like, like we're, we're so obsessed with being in a relationship that we don't know how to be single. Wow. And, and we get so focused on trying to be with somebody that we become discontent with being with ourselves. Come on. I came, we came to give you a message today. It is okay to be by yourself. Say, say that louder for the people in the back and the people online. It's Come on. okay to be by yourself. Come on. Mm-mm-mm. As church folks, we have to stop relationship shaming people. Ooh. Ooh. Sometimes we stand up here and, and we apologize if we have, you know, caused that kind of a shame inside of you or, or you felt attacked in a way because you weren't in a relationship. But mm. we're here to say it's okay to be single. Yeah. In this season, I think it's so important for us to be your healthy, whole self. You know what? That's goals. That's right. Whole self. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. It's okay to be single. Single single doesn't mean alone. Right. I think we need to get that out of the way. Single doesn't mean alone. Mm-hmm. See, in this season, we have you you have a freedom that other people don't have. You better preach. 1 Corinthians 7:8 through 9 tells us Paul is telling us cuz he's single. He said, "Now to the unmarried and to the widows, I say, it is good for them to stay unmarried at unmarried as I do." But if they cannot control themselves, then they should marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. You see, Mm-mm-mm. you got to understand that there is a freedom that you have in your singleness. Yeah. There is a freedom. And some of y'all are wasting your time complaining while, sh- while you should be completing. Oh. What Come are on. you completing? What are you getting done in this sing- season of singleness? Can you imagine all the things that you could accomplish in this season? See, being in a relationship is all great, but honestly, it pulls you from some of the things that you set out to do. There is distraction in it, and it Absolutely. is positive distraction. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but in this season of singleness, you have the freedom to pursue things that you won't necessarily when you're in a relationship. Amen? Amen. So there is blessing and there's freedom in your singleness. I want to encourage you today that just because you're single doesn't mean that you're alone. Come on. Just because you're single doesn't mean that you're less than, Mm -hmm. that you're unworthy. You are worthy. You are worthy of all that God has for you, all the best in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. But before we get dive into this relationship series that we've prepared for for you, I want to I want us all to first commit 
to being the best versions of ourselves. Mm-mm-mm. Love that. And I'm not just talking to the single people. Mm-hmm. We all have to be the fir- best versions of ourselves. That's right. Amen? Yeah. I, lo- I love that, being the best version of yourself. Uh, let, let, me, let me rewind a little bit and take it back to when we met. It was the year 1999. We've been in the same relationship for the past 24 years. And you're like, yo, how'd y'all figure it out? Like, what'd y'all do to, to, to make it happen? And I have to say it because, like, what is kind of annoying is, like, people look on Instagram, they see pictures, and they're like, ooh, couples goals. Ah, that's, that's awesome. Like, that's my pastors. Look at them. They always together. But y'all have no idea what it took for us to get together. Like you see, you see the fruit of something that a lot of effort has been put into and we love each other and life is, is, is amazing, but we got ups and downs just like everybody else. But if you go back to the genesis of this relationship, I met my wife in 1999 at a BSU meeting in college, black student union meeting. I saw her across the room. I was a, I was a, I was a young man and I was sitting there like, Man, I, I was in Baltimore, Maryland. I had left sunny South Florida, and I was like, man, this is different, yo. Like, I don't know if I could really hang up here, man. But I said, okay, I'm going to go, and I'm going to try something new because I want to get my education. Um, I had plans. I had goals. I had dreams. I'm sitting in that BSU meeting just minding my own business focus, trying to plot out how I'm about to take over the world when I get this degree. And as I was sitting there, somebody walked in the room. This girl right here. I remember what you was wearing. You had on an Aeropostale sweatshirt, some khakis, and some cinnamon Tims. I was like, mmm. I said, if loving her is wrong, I don't want to be right. She had a little doobie wrap. It was like, it was like fresh, like she had some shoulder, her shoulder length, little, little curled up at the bottom, had a little hoop earring zone. And I'm a Miami boy, so I was like, oh, she ain't from South Florida, man. This, this must be a New York girl, man. She she walked past, y'all, when she if you could see the walk, black eye, black eye, black. She did the walk. I was sitting there like that, black eye, black eye, black eye. Like, like, the, like the room slowed down when you did that. that wow, I was chilling, but the room, everything just went in slow motion for a brother. And, and, and I, said, I said, the Lord is my shepherd. He know what I want. Miss Pradell, Miss Pradell. Mm-mm-mm. All that? All that was happening. All that was happening. Whoa, 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 that's what, I, what was you thinking? I, I want to know. 24, 24 years later, I want to know. Because that's what I was well, thinking. Well, mm-hmm. well, I was sick. Okay. I ain't see that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that, that, that meeting, I was so sick, but mm-hmm. I said I needed, I needed to, to go to this BSU meeting because mm-hmm. I needed to know who was up in here. Mm-hmm. And so I go over there, and my head is down, and I look up. Tell the truth, Shane the devil now. Come on. And I saw this high yellow brother. And I said, he's so bright. Shine on him, baby. He had the light of the Holy Spirit coming from within. And I ain't gonna lie, I be seeing things. I don't know, but I promise you, I felt like I saw an arrow that said, he's the one. And, um, all and this. that's all. 
And I put my head back down and I said, all right, yeah, we gonna be together. It's all good. Cause I know I get what I want. It's just how it is. Loving you, you know? is wrong. <laughs> I don't wanna be right. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I never heard that. I like, I like. You I have like, heard that story. You just right. like to hear Maybe it. Maybe I have heard it. I just like to hear you it again. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Let, let, you know, I got to gas him up every once in a while so he feel good about himself, you know. That, that encounter started an eight-year courtship process. Eight years. Okay. We dated for seven. We were engaged for a year and we got married. I am not saying that you have to wait yes, eight please, years to just, marry someone. Send some people out the door. I know they're like, Lord, I'm 35. I got to wait another eight. Lord. Like, no, that they is got, not. They got real quiet. They were not, like, I got to wait eight years. That's not what we're saying. The question is you have to ask yourself why. Why we waited that long? One, we were in college, and I already told you, when we got there, we both had an agenda. Our agenda was to get these degrees and make our way in this world. So the focus, I did not go, to, here's the thing. I did not go to college looking for Joanne, but when I got there, I found her. So, so, so here's what I, I don't want you to take from this story, man, I got to go look for somebody. I got to sit there. I got to court them for eight years and I got to pray to God that we finally get together. That, if you pull that from this story, you are missing it. I want you to get that it didn't happen overnight, but here's what I want you to take from this story. I was not going to college to look for Joanne. I was going to college to be the best version of myself. Can somebody just hear that? She was not going to college to look for Terrence, even though God, thank God, he put an arrow on my head. She was going to college to be the best version of herself. And it matters because no matter what season you are in, a single season, a dating season, a married season, a divorce season, a widowed season, or a just you just don't care season. You should always be trying to be the best version of yourself that God has made you to be. You're looking around for people to complete you when that's not what God's word says. God's word actually says this about you, and I need you to internalize this in your spirit. Ephesians 2.10, for you are God's masterpiece. You are God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we could do the good things he planned for us long time, uh, long ago. I want you to look at your neighbor right now and say, you're a masterpiece. I want you to look at your other neighbor, the one you don't like so much because you picked them second and say, you're a masterpiece. I hope the first person that you turned to if you were married were your husband or your wife and you said you were a masterpiece. People need to understand that they are a masterpiece. And if God literally is calling you a masterpiece, why are so many of us acting like a mess? I'm a mess because I'm by myself. No, you're a masterpiece. You're a masterpiece. Stop acting like a snack when you a whole meal, man. Like you, you're a ma- like like some of y'all just need to develop some Holy Spirit confidence, man. I didn't say Holy Spirit arrogance. I said Holy Spirit confidence that lets you know that before you ever get with somebody else by yourself, you're a masterpiece. As a married person, 
There's married people. We observe singles all the time. And man, I've heard some, some horror stories about being single in 2023. It's no wonder some of y'all are single. Because I've seen some stuff some of y'all do. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it. But I need you to understand how amazing you are by yourself first before you are amazing with somebody else together. So, because I've seen some of these horror stories, instead of me just nitpicking them one by one, we have come up with three things based upon God's word that you should stop doing if you want to have a successful single season. You ready to hear them? Oh man, we going we going Y'all we go, ready? We okay. we going to help you like avoid a lot of mistakes. If you, if you just internalize this word, and ba- is, once again, it's based upon God's word. If there's some things you could stop doing, some things you could take out of your singles repertoire, I promise you, God is going to help you be the best person you can be so that you'll be ready when he finally sends you the person that he wants you to connect with. And the church said, Amen. three things to stop doing in your single season. And the first is this. Stop being basic. You better, you better, mm, Jesus. We got to come correct. That's right. In every season. Mm-hmm. Amen. We just read that God made us a masterpiece. That's right. So we got to get it together, y'all. Come mm-hmm. on. All of this is set in love. Listen, we're trying to get ourselves together. Amen. Amen. Ruth 3 3, it says, One day Ruth's mother in law, Naomi, said to her, My daughter, I must find a home for you where you will be well provided for. Now, Boaz, with whose women you have worked, is a relative of ours. Tonight, he will be winnowing barley on the threshing floor. Everybody say threshing floor. Threshing floor. Love that. Wash and perfume yourself and Mm. put on your best clothes. Everybody Mm. say best. Best. All right. Then go down to the threshing floor, but don't let him know you are there until he has finished eating and drinking. Oh, I love that. Oh, there's so much. There's so (laughs) much there. First, I love this because Naomi is telling Ruth to bring her A game. Don't come half-stepping. That's right. We got to always be our best. And not just for other people, for ourselves. That's right. Come on now. Wash and perfume yourself and put on your best clothes. That's what the word says. See, clean up well. Mm-hmm. Do, do what works for you. What, everybody's clean up looks differently. Ain't nobody trying to say you have to look like a BBL copy on Instagram and all of that. You better preach it. You better preach it. Everybody look like a clone, copy, paste. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it looks crazy. But yep. do what work. If that's what you do, it's all good, boo-boo. That's you. The way you present yourself shows what you believe about yourself. That's right. It reflects how you feel on the inside. So we have to present the best of us. Mm-hmm. Not just for others, but for ourselves. I'll say it again. See... We got to take care of ourselves, prepare ourselves. So when she was saying, go wash and perfume yourself, what was she saying? She was like, prepare. It takes preparation to take care of ourselves, right? 
It can't just be, we have to be intentional right. about how we're showing up for ourselves. Amen? Amen. Just because you're single doesn't mean you should let yourself go. My God. Some of, some of y'all some of y'all fellas ain't get a haircut in weeks. Come Lord, on now. Like the pandemic is over. Like pull back up at the barber, man. Let's like go. Like do something about that. There's a certain confidence that comes when you take care of yourself. Yep. And when you're presenting yourself to the world, confidence is so visible mm -hmm. in how you appear. But I believe that there's another, another message here. Yeah. See, Ruth was a widow. Yep. And so Naomi was instructing Ruth to take off those grave clothes. That's right. She was telling her to take off, sorry, the mourning clothes mm -hmm. and dress as a woman who was ready and eligible to be married. That's great. So she had a past that she couldn't go into her future with. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a word for some of us in here today. We need to let go of our past relationships, our past hurts, our past mistakes, our past failures, because we can't wear the same fit into the future that God has wow. for us, amen? Come on. What happened in the past? The cheating that may have happened in the past, maybe you did it. Maybe you got cheated on. Don't carry that into the new future that God has for you. Some of us are so closed off because of what we've experienced, and I get that. It's a defense mechanism. But this word for you today is you got to put on something new. Come on. Amen. You got to refresh yourself. Amen. Do it for you. That's right. Get your confidence back. Come on now. Take off those clothes of mourning. Mm -hmm. It's a new day, and God is doing a new thing in your life. Amen? Amen. And then she says, then go down to the threshing floor. See? Love that. There are two, two things happening here, okay? And I want you to really hear this. One is work, and the other is separation. Go to the threshing floor. In other words, Naomi is saying, get to work. Yep. She's telling her she got to get to work. And today, we're saying get a job. Some of us have to work, right? Just, just get, Some of get us a, have to a... work for it. See, the reality is, is that relationships are work. So if you lazy and you ain't trying to work, then how you going to work on a relationship? What you building in a relationship? Nothing. How like, we going like, to build? Like, like yeah, Real, real practical, like, yes. get, get a stinking job. Yeah. Like, we, we living in an age where companies are throwing out money because they're looking for people that want to work because people don't want to work. Yeah. Like, every, everybody can't work from home. Everybody can't be an influencer. Like, get, get, a, get a job. PPP is over, y'all. Like, like, like. They done, they done divvied yeah, it that, out. Yeah, that's done. And if, and if you took it and ain't do the right thing with it, they coming after you. I'm yeah. just, listen. Exactly. Get, get a, get a. Ain't no more stimulus like, checks. Like, like, like get like a Amazon hiring right now. Like, like it's a, it's a lot. I'll be looking, but I can't. No, like, like, stop allowing your pride. Yes. Like, when I, when I, when I, when I met this, this woman here, first of all, like, I've, oh, you've always known me with a job. Like, there was a time I had 37 jobs. And got, like, jobs I, I had 15 jobs at one time. Yes. Like, like I, will, I will always have a job. I, I will never right. leave a job without having another job lined up. So, oh, they ain't appreciate and value me because I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm out. What you doing now? I'm just chilling. 
cut that out. Why are you leaving something and you ain't got something else to go to? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, get, like, because if, if, if you, if you don't work, it, like, if you don't work, it won't work. Yeah. Like, yes. you, you need a yes, job. Yes, yes, yes. And you got to get in the rhythm of work. Yes. Because when it's time to be in a rela relationship, you're going to have to have that work muscle already working because relationships are work. That's Amen. Right. Come on. Yes. How are we going to build if you ain't working? We can't build if we both broke. Like, like. Naomi also told her, so it's about work. The threshing hold here, the threshing floor is about work, but it's also about separation. Yeah, I love that. Naomi tells Ruth to go to the threshing floor because the threshing floor was the place where the harvest was prepared and separated from, you know, the, 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 the useless straw that was um, attached to the grain. And so the threshing floor is where that separation occurred. So the best part of the crop was exposed. Mm -hmm. And so what's happening here is Naomi is showing Ruth how to distinguish herself. I love that. See, you can't be looking like everybody else. You can't act like everybody else. You can't talk like everybody else. You got to distinguish yourself. Why? Because you are a masterpiece. Come on. You are a child of God. Amen. We can't be looking like the world. Amen. Amen. When you distinguish yourself, you will attract distinguished people. Mm -hmm. Come on now. That's great. Separate yourself. That's how you become the best version of yourself. See, you are valuable. We got to start carrying ourselves as such. See, some of us need to show more respect for ourselves. Yeah. Our value is not found in our mate and in the person that we're looking for. Our value is found before we ever get into a relationship because God placed that value on us. Right. You are worth Jesus to God. You are very valuable, amen? amen? You gotta be encouraged because you're worthy. Isaiah 53, five says, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds, we are healed. See, we are worthy. We gotta distinguish ourselves because we are worthy. And so that's what Ruth is, is being instructed um, in right now as Naomi's talking to her. So, and then it says in verse three, but don't let him know you're there until he has finished eating and drinking. My God. Oh my God. This will bless some people. Yep. What is happening here? This is saying, have some awareness. Some wherewithal. Yes. Learn to take some social cues. Mm -hmm. Naomi was pretty much saying, let the man eat first. You don't want him to respond to you and he hangry. Come on now. You have to allow, you have to know that there is a time and place. Some of us are still single because we shooting our shot at the wrong time. Ooh. There is a time, there is a place for somebody to be able to receive what you're throwing. Mm -hmm. See, basic people are not aware because they're always thinking about themselves. That's right. Having awareness means you're able to see beyond yourself and you're able to read the situation. That's right. Don't be basic. To be your best you, you're going to have to have some awareness. And, 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 and I, I know this may sound a little tough and harsh, but again, it's in love. And really, it's, this, is, this is biblical. We're, we're, mm -hmm. we're breaking down the instruction. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is like a master class in how to, how to get a boss, right? Come on. 
and how to be the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. There's also a benefit to waiting uh, when he's done eating because if he's distracted, right, by his hunger, he can't think clearly. How many of us can think clearly when we hungry? Not me. Right? And so there's a benefit to that. And, he'll, and then she says, pretty much he's saying he'll be in a good mood, mm -hmm. which will give him a chance to see, see you and think about the situation clearly. See, the one you're pursuing may be distracted by something or someone else. You gotta time it right. There is timing. Anything that is worth happening does not happen before it's time. Amen. Don't be basic. You have to have some awareness. Amen? Amen. I love that. Yeah, we, we need to stop being basic. But let me tell you the second thing we need to stop doing. Come on. Stop taking bad advice. <laughs> I don't even need to preach that. Like, you already know. You got some bad advice in your head right now. Delete that. Stop taking bad advice. Like, in every season, especially a single season, but it never ends for as long as you live, you must, also, you must always hold a mentor-mentee relationship with somebody. Everybody in this room needs a mentor. I don't care what phase of life you're in. Every single person in this room, including us, and we have them, needs mentors. Look at what Ruth 3, 4 through 5 says. It says, when he lies down, this is Naomi spitting game to Ruth. When he lies down, note the place where he is lying. Then go and uncover his feet and lie down, and he will tell you what to do. That sounds provocative. We're going to break that down a little later in this message. But here's what I want you to catch. What is Ruth's response to what Naomi says? She says, I will do whatever you say. I will do whatever you say. Ruth answered. I love Ruth because she understood to get where she wanted to go. She had to listen to somebody that had already been there. Yeah. Here's what I want you to understand. We have to start listening to wisdom over experience. Listen to wisdom over experience because here's just the reality. Like, your drama queen homegirl that is excited about being the side piece might not be the best person to listen to. If you're going to clap, clap. Come on now. There might be some folks not clapping because they're like, that's me. <laughs> your homeboy with 15 baby mamas might not be the best dude to listen to. Some of them ain't clapping because they're like, that's me too. They might not be the best person. Why? Because they got a lot of experience. But no wisdom. I listen to people that are experienced. You sure about that? Experience does not always equate to wisdom. Like there's people that just give some terrible, I've heard some, I've heard, I'm only saying this because I've heard this. This is terrible advice that people have given singles and folks in relationships. Like it's a dude that likes being a homebody and I connect with this because I am a homebody. And I hear the homegirls say to the, the, the young lady, oh, forget him. He always at home chilling. You need somebody that's more lively. Somebody that want, no, you, be, no, you don't. I want the one at home. Yep. Keep your behind at home. You don't want the lively version of me because when I'm not home, you're going to be asking a bunch of questions. 
You, you want me that stays home, and I got, I got, a, I got a corner in the, in, the, in, the, in the middle of my couch that I love. I know where to find you. She know where to find me. <laughs> she ain't got to look for me. She ain't got to know where I'm at, because I'm always in the same spot. Some of y'all want adventure. You get adventure, and you get mad. Forget him. He a homebody. You need to be with somebody that's out there. No, you don't. Why that's how they talk? I don't know, because I, I just how I feel that's how they talk. Or, you know, somebody wronged somebody in a relationship, and, and the first thing that the advice is is like, hey, get back at them. Mm-hmm. Get back at her. As a matter of fact, let's make it even worse. Let's do something to make him jealous. Or let's do something to make her jealous. Okay. You go ahead and fight that fire with that fire. Because when they make that, that, that move to, to, to make you jealous, they're going to be like, oh, I kind of like this move. And then you're you going to end up being stuck by yourself because when you, when you stepped out there to do the same thing that they did, they ain't going to take it the way that you took it. Mm-hmm. And they're going to leave your butt by yourself. You don't have to get, re- first of all, if, you're in, if you are in a, re- let me just say this, if you are in a relationship where somebody is hurting you physically, mentally, spiritually, anything in between, you ain't got to get back at them. Leave. Mm-hmm. Amen. We ain't got time for foolishness. Just leave. Nope. Leave. Yep. Like, what's all, all this back and forth? Pastor, I stayed because I believe in it. It's the seventh time. When people show you who they are, believe them. He's probably or she's probably not the one for you. Maybe God will get them together and they'll be the one for somebody else. But you don't have to missionary date them because you can't save them. Like, just leave. Oh, this is a terrible one, but I've I've actually heard this. This is this is this is crazy. Oh, it's, it's terrible advice. It's terrible advice. Couple trying to stay together and they think, oh. Just, just have a baby. It'll make things better. What? What? Kids don't make, kids don't fix stuff. I love my kid. Kids make stuff worse. Kids ain't fixing nothing. What that's fixing? Nothing. And then you alone with that child because you thought that child was going to make him stay. Kids don't fix stuff. Like, how, how terrible is it that that child now has to live with a mess that you created? Like, that doesn't fit. That's terrible advice. But yeah, we, we, we like, dang, I can't believe somebody said that. We see it happen every day. How many people just had a kid because they thought, if I have a child, I could, I could trap that person in a relationship? It's terrible advice. Wisdom? is very different from experience. Like take advice from someone with wisdom. How do you know a person has wisdom? Because they are successful in the area that you are seeking wisdom about. Like I'll just talk to any married couple. I talk to married couples that are successfully married because they clearly are doing something right. To stay married and not just stay married, because let me tell you something, staying married ain't enough. I want a happy marriage. I've seen people just thug it out and stay together and they miserable. 
That's not who I'm going to get advice from. Happily married folks. People that are, and that translates not just to marriage, it translates to finance, it, tra- it translates to business, it translates to everything that you want to do. Find somebody that's doing it successfully. Those are the people that you seek wisdom from. Like, I, I love, I ain't gonna lie though, I love OG married couples. I love OG married couples. And I always ask like OG married couples, like how y'all stay together, man? Or how'd y'all get together? And they always go back to the time when they was young and they was doing their thing and they talk about it. And I I love this because OGs knew something and we talked about it earlier. They had to come correct to get together because they might not know when they was ever going to see that person again. So they came strong with the game. Like you, you ever heard like a real OG like give you some lines? Oh, they the best. You ask an OG how they doing, they gonna be like, better now, cause before you, I was sad and blue, I ain't know what to do. Like, I love that. Like, you just, you just got that in you? Like, you just, you just saying that. They walk up on you like, girl, if being found was a crime, you'd be guilty as charged. Why are you singing everything? I don't know, cause that's how, that's how the OGs do. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That's what they do. Girl, your name must be Campbell's Soup because you is mm, mm, good. I like that one. See what I'm talking about? Because the OGs are like, man, I got, I got to impress her right off. So I got, I got to have something. In, all the OGs make some noise. Come on. They tired. They've been doing this for a long time. They've been, they've been doing it for a while. And you know what? I want to, like, side note. I don't want you to hear all this and, and maybe you yeah. found yourself in any of these situations. Yeah. Not even that, but, yeah. like, you find yourself in that situation, um, any of those examples of bad advice. Listen, it's not too late to start again. That's right. It's not too late to, to, to get it right. Amen? Amen. God can redeem anything. And I believe that to anybody who's going through something, who has experienced any of these things, and maybe they, are, they, they fell to the bad advice they were given in their lives, it's not too late. You're not too far gone for God to redeem you in Jesus' name. Never too far gone, and it's always the right time to get a mentor. Like, if you don't have a mentor, like, first of all, there's amazing saints in this church that have been there, done that, have successful marriages and successful relationships, successful businesses. Like, this is why you got to go out to the quad and talk to people, because you never know who you're connecting with. They have life experience that you don't have, but along with that life experience, they have wisdom that could truly bless you. So you may feel like you're in a place where it's like, oh, Lord, my life is a mess. It's not too late to start over. But I'm telling you, when you start, make sure that you are accountable to some people that can give you wisdom and give you some positive direction. This is why we have marriage mentors at Cool Church that will talk to people before they're married so that one, you don't get into a crazy marriage. They'll even talk to you when you are single so that you can be developing the best you possible from people that have been there, done that. Like I have some amazing mentors in my life. Before we got married, year seven, before I proposed, Year seven, I was like, all right, I think it's time. We had already finished college, all that stuff. I had a decent job. I was still trying to figure some stuff out. But if not, if I'm not going, if, if, if I'm being serious, like I'm a little OCD with stuff. So I wanted everything to be perfect before I got married. Sometimes, ladies, I'm going to just be real with you. He's not asking you, not because he don't want you. He just want to make sure he could take care of you. I'm just saying it. Like, I ain't saying that's always the case. I'm just saying, some fellas, like, they just want to make sure they can represent properly, right? 
So it may take them a little longer to come around to it. And, and I'm not going to lie, I was in a position where, one, I was a... I was I was just becoming a pastor. Um, I always hustled. I always had jobs. I always worked. But like you know, I was a pastor, so I, I didn't have a million dollars falling from the sky. I was figuring it out. I was young. I had degrees, and I was trying to just figure out life. And one of my mentors, her name was Pastor Linda Freeman. Yeah. I love Pastor Linda. God bless her. God, God bless her. her. She, she is phenomenal. Gosh. She's been married for decades to one of my favorite people, uh, Pastor David Freeman. And um, I love them. They got two amazing kids. One's a doctor. One's a worship pastor. I mean, they just did everything right, okay? Um, and they love Jesus. And I was, I was nervous. I felt like I should ask her, and I felt like it was time. And I, I went into Pastor Linda's office one day. I was like, Pastor Linda, man, like, I just feel like... I feel like it's time, like I feel like I should ask, but I'm kind of scared because I ain't got all the stuff together that I wanted to get together, you know what I'm saying? I'm like nervous, like I feel like all this stuff is like weighing on me, like I don't know if I should ask her. And in the middle of all me going, she was like, shut up. I was like, oh. I said, shut up. Shut up and marry that girl. I was like, for real? Like why? Like, Pastor why? Linda, shout out to Pastor Linda. We love you, girl. Yes, we do. But I was, I was like, yo, why is that so simple for you to say? It's like, it's easier said than done. Like, I know you married. I know you're OG. I know you figured it all out. I know your kids are awesome and, and you're smart and all that. But, but like, why? I'll never forget her response. Her response was this. She said, Terrence, she looked me dead in my eye. Pastor Linda, when she looked at you, it's like she's looking at your soul, okay? <laughs> she looked me dead in my eye. And she said, Terrence, you could either struggle alone or you could figure it out together that week I bought that ring I went and I proposed to this girl and it has been the happiest 16 years of my entire life I was, I, was, I was waiting to get all this stuff so that we could be happy, not realizing that building all the things I was trying to build together actually made us happy. Yeah. Why'd that happen? I took some good advice. Stop listening to miserable people because they are going to lie to you so that you can stay in the same situation that they are in. Find somebody that loves you enough to tell you the truth about your situation because they only at the end of the day want what's best for you. Don't just listen to experience. It's a lot of people with experience and they miserable because of it. Listen to people with wisdom. Stop taking bad advice. My God, not only do we gotta stop being basic, Mm Stop taking bad advice. Mm-hmm. But we got to stop being extra. My God. Now, you know I love a good extra moment. And I can be extra for those of y'all that know me. Yup. But in your single season, we got to stop being extra. Mm. See, you don't have to be doing too much to get noticed. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all doing way too much. Ruth 3, 7. Let's go back to the text. It says, when Boaz had finished eating and drinking... He was in good spirits, so he wasn't hangry. That's right. He went over to lie down at the far end of the grain pile, 
Ruth approached quietly, mm-hmm. uncovered his feet, and lay down. In the middle of the night, something startled the man. He turned and discovered a woman lying at his feet. See, now, now that's before, not, that's, that's yeah, yeah, sound, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. sound provocative, no, so you so got to explain that. Let's break this that. down yeah. a little bit. Before we, we, we go in, I want you to understand this idea of uncovering the feet and, and her lying down. See, at the appropriate time, Naomi tells, uh, instructs Ruth to to go in and uncover his feet and lie down. And some may think that this is provocative, like, you know, she being real fast. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> But this is not what's happening. Ruth, Ruth is not being told to offer herself sexually to Boaz. In, right. in, 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 this was not how the gesture was, was understood in that time. Mm-hmm. In the culture of that day, it was understood that this was an act of total submission. It symbolized that. In that day, this act was understood to be the role of a servant to lay at their master's feet and be ready for any command of the master. That meant that that person was submitting. So when Naomi told Ruth to lie down at Boaz's feet, she told her to come to him in a totally humble way. Right. Some of us need to humble ourselves in our lives. And I love that it says that Ruth approached quietly. See, some of us are doing too much. We wanna announce everything that we doing. We sliding into everybody and anybody's DMs and everybody know each other, just messy, just messy. messy. And they over here talking about you. Some of us just need to chill out, just chill. You doing too much. I remember back, remember when when, when we were in, in college and so I heard this story actually from you afterwards, but I got the, I was the receiving uh, end of it. But so this guy was re- trying to holler, you know. Who, who, who? Sorry, it's a reaction. It's I wasn't sure it's if that default. was Black Panther, the, the Jabari tribe. Like, what it's was de- that? Ooh. Sorry, it's, it's a default, sorry. So this guy's trying to holler because your girl was cute, though. She was cute. It's true. Still is. And he was trying to holler, and, um, and the dorms, you know, we're in a, we're in a dorm, dorm environment, yeah. so the doors were unlocked. Well, I find this man, he let himself into my dorm mm-hmm. and walked to the refrigerator, mm-hmm. help himself, mm-hmm. sitting on the couch and call himself, you know, spitting game. And I'm like, <laughs> who is this? Why are you so big and messy? Can you please? And he was just loud and he was just a lot. And I come to find out later on when we were talking, he was like, oh, you know, he, he was planning with all the boys. He was, he was announcing all the things that he was going to do. I'm, oh, I'm about to holler at that girl. I'm going to go down to her dorm and I'm going to do all of this. Some of y'all just need to be quiet. Y'all need to announce your whack plans to all your boys or your girls. Because it ain't cute, it's extra, and it ain't working, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what he, and meanwhile, see, this is why he a G. Your pastor's a G over here. He sat back, and he was listening quietly. Meanwhile, he was like, he was, he was spitting game on the side. They ain't know what was going on. Yeah, no, because he used to be like, hey, man, I'm telling you, man, that girl, man, she like me, man. I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome, that's man. That's really what he sounded and I, like. And I'm, and I'm sitting there like, oh, oh for, for real? For real? He acting like he didn't know what was going on. Meanwhile, he all right, bro, I see you. I see you. Meanwhile, 
And you know, I, I was I was literally sliding in. <laughs> Wasn't nobody paying attention because I kept my game quiet. Fellas, keep your game quiet. Yes, because nobody wanna see, wants to see somebody that's doing too much. That's right. You look desperate. Mm. Fall mm, back. Mm, mm. That's what Naomi was telling Ruth. Fall back. Say qu- quietly. Mm-hmm. He gonna see what he needs to see, right? And um, when you try to get noticed quietly, see the right person will notice you. Come on. Right? Amen. Actually, you should be pointing at me. You're right. Yeah, you was quiet, so I noticed you. Yeah, you, you. noticed me. You noticed notice me noticing you, you yes. noticing me. Let's go. Yeah. And ladies, be nice. Wait, hold on. Could you just say that again <laughs> for my fellas? Y'all, y'all want to hear us say that again, right? Go ahead. Go ahead. Be nice. The, the spirit I ain't gonna lie, girls. You know, I, I, I'm your homegirl. I'm your girl. But some of us are doing way too much with being mean. My God. You ain't got to crush the man's spirit and his soul. Like, come on. <laughs> see, see, what you really need to do is decline politely because maybe he might got a friend. He might have a friend. I don't like this part of the advice. I, I don't like... I don't like I, this you, you know, we cool and all. Put him in the friend zone. I don't like this Y'all part. hang out, and he gonna have some other people. See, I'm trying to give you A1 game we, here, we, we, we ain't discussed this part of the advice. I, I, I'm I just trying to say, okay. see, you're looking at it the wrong way. We gotta be strategic, mm. right? <laughs> Kindly decline. Oh, we brothers, we cool. Put him in that friend zone so quick. And then it's gonna be a day where it's a, a, a birthday party, a little birthday dinner. It's gonna be the, the fine one we waiting for, right? Fine on the inside. Yeah, I see you keep going back to that. You better clarify that. Clarify. See what I'm saying, y'all? Y'all with me? All right, all right. Got these girls out here plotting. <laughs> Listen, it's hard out there. <laughs> it's hard out there. But we ain't got to be so mean. Come on, y'all. Y'all have to realize that what you give out is what's gonna come back to you eventually. So you be crushing this man's spirit, somebody gonna crush yours. So chill out with the being mean. We doing too much, see? So I remember, you know, talking about being extra and and being seen. It was so much fun. Like, our courting story, I just love it. I love to remember it. But I remember, you know, I had seen him. I told y'all at this BSU meeting. And I didn't say nothing. I stayed quiet. In my head, we were, you know, me and God, we was plotting. We had all our thing going. And he told, you know, Holy Spirit knew, you know, what was going to happen. Told me what was going to happen. I was like, yeah, I feel you. And, um, and I remember Bassetti, he used to play basketball. Your boy was... Bowling. Yes, he was. Sorry. It was art kids, okay? Yep. They ain't play basketball. First of all, I'm so Carol you know, City, girl. So <laughs> what? Oh, what was You about to... Your whole back... I need your icy hot right now. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> got some Vicks. Wow. No, I shouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have did that. I pulled something. I pulled something. Uh, so here he is at the basketball court doing his thing, and it's right outside of my dorm room. So you know what? Your girl was looking, and I was mm. like, okay, let me get cute, and let me just happen to walk by the basketball court. You know, I had the Distraction. Seen, Straight you know? distraction. And, um, and I ain't even pay him no mind. I just walked by. I was, you know, because I had somewhere to be, nowhere, nowhere to be. Channel with you. 
but he ain't know that. So I was right. just, you know, doing my thing. And I kept doing that. I did that day after day. Because I knew eventually it's true. he would start pursuing. Eventually, I, I, I saw it, that It took him a whole day and a half. And I'm, right getting, I'm getting mad because I'm like, man, she's distracting me, man. She got to start walking back to the court, man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying. And you know how it is, fellas. When you're at the court and there's somebody that you like, you start doing and one moves, stuff you ain't never done before. <laughs> stuff your coach will yell at you about. You're doing off the heezy. You're going behind the bell. I mean, okay. Lord Jesus. I love it. And so, you know, I just, I presented, see, listen, I had to give him an opportunity to see what his life could be with mm. the girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, Even that rhythm. So it was rhythm, right? And mm. some, sometimes we got we to gotta give him a little something to let him know that, you know, she got to take that, off. That, just, that don't, don't just say give him something. No, 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 no. Take off the, the morning clothes. Remember that part? Uh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. all right, something all right. Something new. Clarify. The available, availability, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to let that sit there. Awkward. Don't be extra. <laughs> Some of y'all are extra with your crazy lists. Oh my God. In 2023, can we all burn the lists? Please. Like the, the, burn the, the, list, the lists are crazy. Burn we got to stop it. You don't need to make a list when you're following God's will. God is going to lead and direct you to where you're supposed to be. And if you're where you're supposed to be, you're going to find who you're supposed to find. The one that he designed for you and mm -hmm. he planned for you long before you ever were here. See, the list, I would, I would, I would even venture to say the list is offensive. Mm. It's offensive not only to, to, to the person that is supposed to fit within this crazy list, but I believe it's offensive to God's plan for your life. The plan was already set in motion. The design was already done. If you're in God's will, you're going to be exactly where you need to be for you to have that collision with the one that he's designed for you. Amen? Amen. He's already designed the one for you, but you can't see him because you're distracted by this crazy list. Yeah. If we're going to make a list, why don't we make a list about how we're going to be our best selves? My God. Say that again, because that's very practical. Make a list for yourself. Right. About ways you can humble yourself and be accountable. Make a list of, of, of all the things that you can accomplish, the things that God has placed in your hand in your season. Amen? You got to be this tall. She got to have long hair. Give that girl two hours, and she could sew in a nice little undetectable ready sew-in. Hey, yes. it ain't just y'all now. These we brothers, need, I, I, I done seen on Instagram, they got units now. Brothers be slapping yeah, them on. Okay. I'm just... Give me two hours, hey. I'll give you some long hair. That's I ain't doing it, but if you're doing it, I ain't judging you. <laughs> brothers, don't let, that, don't, don't let them shame you for putting on a unit and all they, they ever doing is sewing their hair every two days. Don't let them shame you for your unit. Love a good unit. Get you a unit. No, I'm just... No, Stop don't. It. Don't. Left, left. Don't. Sorry, sorry. Throw your low vibration list away. Just throw yeah. it away. Come burn on. it, burn it, burn it. Again, we stay in God's will. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing that we need to be doing. You better open up your eyes and your net so that you won't miss out on who God has designed for you. Amen? Amen. We got to stop being extra, extra about nothing. Some of these lists are just about nothing. Right. 
Stop being extra. Amen. 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 Got to put a bow on this thing. Yeah. It's been a lot of information, right? Stop. Stop being basic. Stop taking bad advice. Stop being extra. Next week when you come, we're going to continue with the story of Naomi and Ruth. But to wrap it for today, I know there's probably a thought in this room like, why, why we got to be so concerned with our single season, Pastor? Especially if you're not single in this room, you're like, man, this, this message ain't, ain't really clicking for me. But if you, if you think that, then you miss something that I want to make you aware of. Because no matter how beautiful your current relationship or your future relationship may be, Hear me when I say what I'm about to say. You still have to give an individual account for your own life. You still got to give an individual account. And brother, give me some keys so this thing can sound real spiritual as I land. My marriage is great, but my spouse's faith won't save me. As far as I'm concerned, we're all always in single season. Because we all always have to be the best us that God designed us to be. 24 years later, I'm still the dude that's working on being the best version of myself that God designed me to be. That's the way I was before I met her. And it's the way that I'll be until the end of time. Because I can't do right by her if I'm not the best me. The drive I had to be the best in my single season is the same drive I carried in my dating season. And it's the drive I continue to carry in my marriage season. Why? Because who you are on an outside of a relationship will determine who you are on the inside of a relationship because relationships hear me family they only amplify who you really are every relationship friend dating marriage business all that's going to come out in that relationship is an amplified version of who you already are see if we know that relationships only amplify who we are my question for you today is this do you like who you are individually do you like who you are individually because God doesn't judge couples maybe if I'd have yelled it they'd have, but I ain't gonna do that do you like who you are individually? Because some of you base your entire destiny on who you're supposed to be with. Paul says, man, it's better for you not to get married. But you're, the reason that he said get married, because he was like, some of us, just, some, some of us are, are way too passionate. And what he was saying is, we're lustful. We got desires. We got needs. And because of that, he's like, you know what? It's better off that you get married so you don't sin. But... Paul stayed single his entire life. 
And there are folks in this room right now, they could, they could honestly say they are still single and they are fine with that. Let's stop shaming singleness. Like my wife said earlier, single does not mean alone. Do you like who you are individually? Because God does not judge couples. I'm not going to stand at the great throne of judgment holding my wife's hand and, 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 and say, God, did we get in? It don't work like that. For the Bible that I read tells me in 2 Corinthians 5.10, for we all must appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each of us, so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things while done in the body, whether good or bad. My wife's faith can't save me. Just like your mother's faith can't save you or your father's faith or your pastor's faith. Nobody else's faith can save you. God wants us to be in relationships because I believe we're better together. But ultimately, you still need to know who you are when you're single before you can know who you are when you're together. Because I got to work on being the best me before I can ever make us the best we. I want you to understand that in the final I was in a relationship. It's based upon who I was individually created to be. I love what Job says after he loses his sons and daughters, after he's in a trial and tribulation, he praises God in the worst moment of his life. He says, naked I came from my mother's womb and naked I will depart. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. What was Job saying? I came in this thing with nothing and I can't take anything with me. So I'm going to praise God while I'm trying to be the best version of myself that he individually designed me to be. Hear, hear me when I say this. Hear me. You're already a whole person. Somebody could just get that in their spirit today because you're looking for somebody to complete you. You're already a whole person. Stop looking for someone other than Jesus to complete you. Joanne makes me better, but she does not make me whole. Only Jesus can do that. And there's people in this room right now and you feel like your life is not where it's supposed to be because you've been looking for that person to complete you, but you're already a whole person. Maybe what you're missing is not the person you're supposed to be in a relationship with. Maybe you're, what you're missing is the person that died to be in a relationship with you. And his name is Jesus. For John 10, 10 tells me that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I have come to give life and life more abundantly. Maybe what you're missing or maybe who you're missing today is Jesus.
So with every head bowed and every eye closed, whether you're here or online, my call is simple and my call is clear. Is there anybody out there that says, man, I don't feel complete. I don't feel whole. I feel like something's missing. I'm just here to offer you Jesus. Because not only will he make you whole, he'll make you brand new. The relationships of your past that have given you so much trial and your pain, Jesus can redeem you of those things. Before you marry anybody, you got to be married to Jesus. So in your season of single, the person that you need to pursue more than anything is the person of Jesus. Because Jesus makes all things new. You cannot live the life you are called to live if Jesus is not the person that you're in a relationship with. If Jesus, if you ain't in a relationship with him, you can never live the true life that you were called to live. So today my call is simple. If you want to be in a relationship with Jesus, maybe you've never made that prayer, said that prayer, or maybe you have and you've been, you've been running from the relationship, it's time to get back in a relationship with him because he's the only one that can make you whole. So on the count of three, if you want this to be the greatest single season, I'm telling you, you can't do it without Jesus. If you want to be in a relationship with him, a lot of people know God, but they're not in a relationship with him. I'm not asking you if you just want to know him. No, I'm asking you if you want to be in a relationship with him. If you're in this room and you're online right now, on the count of three, don't look at your neighbor because the Bible tells me we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Nobody else can do this for you. And Jesus says it like this. If you deny our relationship before man, I will deny this relationship in front of my father. I don't know about you, but when I'm judged, I want Jesus to say, I've been in a relationship with him for a long time. I know him and he knows me. I know her and she knows me. If you don't want to have any second guessing about the relationship you're in today, if you want to be in a relationship with Jesus on the count of three, I want you to raise your hand. Don't hesitation. Don't even think about it. If you know it in your heart, your heart's beating fast, your hands are sweating, you know you're supposed to be in this relationship on the count of three, I want you to raise your hand. One, two, three. Hold it up. High enough and long enough for me to see it. Hold it up. I see you and 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 you. I said all those yous so that you know you're not alone. Don't deny them right now. Your hands up. If your hands up, take the next step. Be proud of your relationship. Stand up. If your hands up, stand up. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. I said all those yous so you know you ain't by yourself. Getting this real. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. You did the hard part. Come down to this altar. Let's pray and make this relationship complete. If you're already standing, they already see you. Be bold about your relationship. Don't be scared. Come down here. Come right now. Come, come, come. I want to pray with you. Come on.
Hallelujah. God is so proud of y'all right now because you are not denying him. We stand up here and we talk about our relationship because we're not ashamed of each other. With everybody standing on your feet right now, I'm just going to ask one more question. Maybe you out there, you say, man, them folks brave. I ain't that brave. Listen, you ain't got to do nothing by yourself. So I want you to look at your neighbor right now and say, hey, if you wanted to go down and you scared, I'll go with you. If they say, yeah, grab them by the hand and walk them down. I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. It's okay. It's okay. You can come. See, look, I always knew. Come right now. Come right now. Look, I knew it. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Just want to always make sure. Yeah, y'all coming? Good. Come. Come. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's the only relationship worth having. There's a lot of relationships and people that's going to want to connect with you in your life, but none of them will be more fulfilling than your relationship with Jesus. Amen? So, the Bible says it like this in Romans 10.9. When you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart he is raised from the dead, you're saved, you're new don't let anybody else steal that from you you're a brand new creation in Jesus if you confess and believe so if you're here online, first I want y'all out there to reach your hands towards your brothers and sisters means that we agree maybe you're down here, maybe you want to raise your hands up, why? fully submit submit yourself to him it's a humility thing and Pastor Joe I want you to lead us in a prayer of salvation. When she prays, repeat after her. But don't just say the words. Meet it in your heart if you want this relationship to be complete. Amen? Go ahead, love. Why don't you repeat after me? Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. I've sinned. I've sinned. I'm not proud of it. Not proud of it. God, I let go of it. I let go of it. I give it all to you. I give it all to you. I don't want it anymore. I don't want it anymore. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. That you died for my sins. That you died for my sins. And I believe. And I believe. That you rose again. That you rose again. And I accept, Lord Jesus. And I accept, Lord Jesus. Your forgiveness. Your forgiveness. That you've given to me. That you've given to me. And I want a new life. And I want a new life. With you, Lord. With you, Lord. I'll follow you. I'll follow you. I'll let you lead. I'll let you lead. I trust. I trust. The will. The will. You have. You have. For me. For me. And my life. And my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. And all God's children said. Amen. Where we at? All right, Stefan, I'm watching you. Look. If you made that decision today, I got a gift for you. There's a Bible in here, WWJD bracelet, a letter from me and Pastor Joe, um, because we don't want you to start this journey without having the proper equipment, amen? And it's our free gift for you. But also, if you got questions, good catch. If you got good, if you got questions about your salvation, if 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 you just need more prayer, you're like, man, I just need somebody to pray for me. See that sign right there? It says, welcome to the family. Now we're going to do something a little different today. Y'all going to cheer for them. They're going to go that way. You're not going to exit the room because the area is kind of flooded over there. So you're going to go to that corner and our team right there, they're going to give you the gift. We're good. We're good to go outside. The flood, the flood has subsided. The waters have parted. Ha, Jesus. Hallelujah. So in a second, they're going to cheer for y'all louder than anybody's ever cheered for you in your life. Okay. Why? I can't open up the ceiling and show you, but there's a celebration in heaven over your life right now. The angels are cheering, they're breakdancing, they're going crazy. The feast is laid out because God wants you to know how amazing, how you are, 
I got to go back to it. The Bible says you are a masterpiece. Yes, fearfully and wonderfully. You are fearfully and wonderfully yes. made in the eyes of God. So we're going to cheer for you because God does. He cheers for you. Yeah. And he wants you to know that. So on the count of three, y'all going to walk that way. Follow our team. They'll give you the gift. They'll bless you. And then y'all, y'all need to scream as loud as you can because we need to celebrate like heaven. On the count of three. Here we go. One, two, three. Let them know that God loves them. Let them know they're blessed. Let them know they're a masterpiece. Let them know they're sons and daughters. Let them know heaven is cheering. Let them know they made the best decision. Come on. Worship in this place today. Give him some praise today. We're going to pray. We're not done yet. Don't leave. You're going to miss your blessing. I want to pray for the single people in this place. And, um, you know, ain't nothing to be ashamed of. So I'm going to ask y'all to come up. Because sometimes we got to take a step of faith and yeah. trust God. Come. Don't feel any kind come. of way. Shout out to all the single mothers. You come up here. Shout out to all the widows. What do you call a male widow? Shout out to all the, the single fathers. Yeah, Shout out to all the people fathers. that have lost someone. There's no shame in this because single does There's, not mean alone. That's right. You're not alone. You got Jesus. You're not alone. Yeah. Come up here. We're going to pray come for on. you. Make some room for Make your some brothers room. and We got a bunch of space at the you. center here. Fill the space. Come on. Come on. Come on. What I love Come so on. much about Naomi and Ruth's story is that Ruth was a widow, so was Naomi. Right. But there was still a plan. That's right. God still had a plan for them. So that means your single season is not the end. God still has more for you. God has a plan for you. And maybe you've been divorced in this place today yes. and you carry that around and you're like, man, Will, will I ever find another person? Let me tell you something. God has a plan for you. That's right. God has a purpose for you. If you found love once, I promise you, you can find love again in Amen. Jesus. It ain't Amen. over. Amen. Why so we're going to pray. Up here too, if you are yeah. divorced and you are believing that um, before we talk about another mate, but for healing in that season, yes. because I know that, that that can be a painful thing to walk through. Yeah. And I want to share with you what God has spoken to me about that is that he's not mad at you. Come on. He Jesus. still loves you. Jesus. He still loves you. He still has a plan and a purpose for you. You're not lost. Amen. Why don't you come and let us pray for you? Why don't you lift up your hands if you're up here Hallelujah. in this place? As a matter of fact, Yes, you're going to, I said lift up your hands, but why don't we hold each other's hands? Because Jesus, I want you to Jesus. feel. You're not other. alone. You're not alone. Single does not mean alone. 
Jesus. And maybe you don't know the person, that's okay. Jesus, Jesus. And maybe, maybe the person's single and you holding hands with your Boaz, your future <laughs> Boaz, you know, you're welcome. Never know. <laughs> Jesus, Father God, Jesus, 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 for your word, Lord Jesus, that is always relevant. It was relevant years and years ago, and it's still relevant today, God. God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for each and every one of my brothers and sisters that are in this place today. God, I pray specifically for those who are single, Lord Jesus, for those who have felt unworthy because they're single. For those that have been looking for years and years and years and they just feel like, when is it going to be my turn? When are you going to send her? When are you going to send him? Father God, I pray for peace and patience in their lives, Lord Jesus. That they not put expectations on themselves that are not from you, God, but that they may just continue to follow you because if they stay in your will, Lord Jesus, then they will be right where they need to be for where you've called them to be so that they can meet the person that you've designed for them, Lord Jesus. And if their decision is to remain single, I pray that they may be strong in that season and that they may be completing the things that you've called them to do in their lives, Lord, as their single season. I pray that they are free that they feel the freedom in their lives, Lord, and that they don't feel the pressure of having to find somebody, Lord, and that their decision is okay with you, Lord. God, I wanna lift up the single uh, uh, parents in this place, Lord. God, I pray that you bless them, that you give them everything that they need, Lord Jesus, that they do not live in lack. We rebuke the spirit of poverty over them, that they will have everything they need to provide for themselves and their families, Lord, that they are not lost because of the lost relationship, God, but that they will focus on the most important, for all of us, that we will focus on the most important relationship in our lives and that we will always bring our A game to the most important relationship in our lives and that is the relationship that we have with you, Father. Let us always be best dressed in your presence. Let us always bring our whole selves, Lord, to you, God. 50-50 doesn't make whole in relationship. Our whole selves, whole people make whole relationships in Jesus' name. So Lord, I pray a, a, a prayer of blessing over every single person here, Lord. Cover their minds, cover their hearts, Lord. Let them always focus on you and let them know that as long as their relationship with you is healthy, that they gonna be all right, Lord. Send the right ones, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, how many of y'all feel better because you came to God's house today? Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. To hear more messages like this one, please be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel. And if you like what you heard, please consider sharing with your friends and family to be a blessing to their lives as well. Don't forget to connect with us at our website, thecoolchurch.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at We Are Cool Church. And always remember that you were created out of love.